0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to The Mead Feed. My name is Whitney Mead, and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to give you the briefest overview of the latest news so that you can stay up to date and then get moving on with your day. Thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you'll get all of the new episodes. And today we're going to be talking about what happened yesterday with the Federal Reserve. The Fed raised interest rates by 0.5%. This is the first time in 22 years since Bill Clinton himself was in office that the Fed has made a move as dramatic as this one. It's definitely going to make borrowing money for the everyday average American way more expensive, way more difficult. Everything from credit cards to student loans to auto loans and especially mortgages are going to be impacted by this rate increase. A normal move for the Fed would be bumping it up just a quarter of a percentage, but they are going to go ahead and bump it up 0.5%. Consumer prices are rising faster than we've seen in almost half of a century. And as you and I both know, inflation is absolutely. Out of control. Personally, what we are seeing in our own family is our grocery prices are increasing absolutely astronomically. I'm so thankful for places like Aldi and Lidl where you can still go and get a good amount of groceries for an average amount of money when places like Publix are charging out of the, you know what, for a piece of salmon, you know, like... What did we pay before for salmon? $14 for a piece that could feed your entire family. And now it's over $20, looking at $25 sometimes, just depending on where you're shopping. It's it's outrageous and for me especially as the the cook in our house, the grocery shopper, I'm the one who orders the groceries every week. I'm the one who cooks the dinners at nighttime. Budgeting for our groceries is a very important part of being good stewards with our money and this inflation. I don't care what the Biden administration is saying. This inflation has gotten absolutely out of control. And I'm telling you, this is a part of their plan. Whatever they have coming down the pipeline, this is a part of their plan. So this Fed hike, this is their answer to how they're going to help stabilize the economy. Well, thank you, Federal Reserve. We all can acknowledge that you guys have done such a great job over the past century, however long the Fed has been in place. Um, I, I just I'm I'm I know that they're late to the game with this one. This is absolutely something that they needed to be looking at last year and they themselves would probably tell you the same thing. They are late to the game. Let's look at the price increases over the past year. Gasoline, up 48%. Used cars, up 35%. Food, up almost 10% and even more depending on where you are in the country. Housing, up 5%. And I think that number is way low from what we are seeing in our own town. Housing prices are absolutely astronomical. This is a double-edged sword. They raise prices or raise the rates by half a percentage. But what is this going to do a year from now, two years from now? Is this going to be pushing us into a recession? Is this a part of their plan to push us towards a recession? I think so. Do you think so? I mean, can you honestly say that you trust the United States government after what we've gone through for the past two years? I can't. Even the economic pundits, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, they are even saying that the Fed, the Fed has waited too long to raise these rates. And the phrase that they're using is that hopefully this will be a soft landing. That, that phrase just really rubs me the wrong way. A soft landing. You think that we are going to have a soft landing after everything we've gone through over the past two years. You guys, you guys are crazy. You're tripping, honestly. The quote that I'm hearing as I started to gather this intel for this podcast today was, recession is inevitable. How deep of a recession is the question? I was graduating from college in 2008 when the last big recession happened. We had a recession at the beginning of COVID. It was short-lived. But the the biggest recession in my lifetime that I've experienced was in 2008. And my family is in construction. And we, m- my husband and myself, we both come from families of entrepreneurs. And the way that our parents were impacted by the recession in 2008, I'm so grateful that we all understand at this point what the possibility of that looks like. Because for most of us millennials, we remember what it was like to try to get a job right out of college. We remember what it was like to be told in high school, all you have to do is go get a four-year degree. Get a four-year degree and you're going to be able to graduate and you're going to have a great starting salary and you're going to have insurance and you're going to have a 401k plan and all of these benefits. And that was an absolute joke. Try getting a job in 2008. And now, 2022, as an employer, we can't even fill positions. Something is broken and it needs to be fixed. One of my favorite stories to illustrate this is the idea of a blown tire. Okay? So imagine you've got a round tire And to keep the tire inflated, you have to have equal pressure from coming in from the outside of the tire and equal pressure pushing out. That's what keeps the tire inflated. So when you have unbalanced pressure, whether that's coming from the outside or from the inside, that pressure will pop at a certain point and it will blow that tire. Now. As a driver, you think, oh my gosh, my tire is blown. And you look at that spot that blew and you think that was the issue. It was weak. Maybe it had a nail in it. Maybe it was just a weak spot in the rubber. But the truth is, is that the entire tire was out of alignment. That is what's happening right now with our economy is that we're we're seeing these little band-aids trying to be put on a blown tire spot of our economy. But the, the real problem is that the balance from the whole tire is is off kilter. The system is broken. And we have this administration who's sitting here telling us that everything's okay and that we're filling these jobs and that everybody's happy and that inflation is due to the Ukraine war. Give me an absolute break. How much longer do you people want us to try to believe these lies? We are not falling for it. The American people are not stupid. And if you haven't recognized this, we're starting to talk. We're starting to get louder. And it's going to get louder and louder and louder. Now, I'm going to pivot 180 degrees because today is also the National Day of Prayer. And I didn't realize that until this morning, I got a text message from a friend who works at a school and she said, oh yeah, we've got national day of prayer today. And I'm like, oh my gosh, national day of prayer. Love that. So 53% of Americans say that they pray every day. Are you one of those people? Do you pray every day? I do. One of my favorite parts of my relationship with the Lord is the fact that I get to talk to Him every single day. I get to wake up and communicate with Him all day long. This is a part of my Christian faith that has grown leaps and bounds since I first got saved. I didn't get it at first, but once I started practicing it and getting into it, I, I've fallen in love with it. So if you are looking for prayer support, I want to encourage you to go check out my YouTube channel. I have over 200 devotionals and prayer videos on there that I think you're really going to love, especially I've got some stuff on there about how to pray in particular. If you have never done it before, or you've just prayed like, Dear God, uh, I really need help at work today because it's going to be really hard, so just help me through this day. Like, that's a great that's a great prayer, and it's a great start, but prayer is so much deeper, and I want to help you through that. So go check out my YouTube channel. It's got so much great Christian content for you. Um, I think you're really going to love it. But I wanted to share this, the- this year's National Day of Prayer theme with you. It's exalt the Lord who has established us. And it has felt really easy over the past few years to feel unestablished. It's felt really easy to feel very shaky and very unstable. And I want to remind you that there is nothing new under the sun. Nothing that we're facing right now is new. The devil has old tricks. And once you start to recognize what they are, it's really easy to call them for what they are. So I want to encourage you today that if you're feeling unstable, if you feel like your foundation is crumbling from under you, the Lord is the one who has established you. Do not let the enemy trick you otherwise. In 1952, the Reverend Billy Graham challenged Congress to call for a National Day of Prayer every year. And Congress voted unanimous, unanimously for that resolution and President Truman signed it into law. And I want to pause for a moment and give thanks to the those in our government who are willing to stand for faith and those in our government who are willing to acknowledge what our country was founded on and what our forefathers fought for and if you don't know what that is, go check it out. Go figure go go dive in and research cuz you're just going to be floored at what they were fighting for in their own lives. This morning I was having my quiet time like I do every morning and I was the past couple of days I've just been kind of like opening the Bible and just kind of landing on a page and just reading it. Sometimes I do like an intense study and sometimes I just open the Bible and see what see what I'm looking at. And today I landed in Ecclesiastes. Um, Ecclesiastes was written by King Solomon, who was the son of King David. And he is the, uh, he was the wisest person. He may be the wisest person who ever lived, but he wrote Ecclesiastes. And in, at the very end of the book, he said, Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the duty of all mankind, for God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. So, in these days where it is so hard to believe that something good is going to happen and that these evil people are going to be held accountable. And that justice will be served i want you to go back to the word of god let this be your foundation declare this over your life this is how you make a declaration god will bring every deed into judgment including every hidden thing whether it is good or evil in my life and in the lives of those that i love make it a statement declare it out loud with your mouth it's vital to speak it out loud. And I want to pray for you today, since it's the National Day of Prayer. Lord, I want to thank you so much for all of the listeners of today's podcast, and those who are watching on TikTok, and those who are watching on Facebook, and um, I just there is a reason that they are listening to this today, and so I pray that you would bless them, that you would make their foundation secure, that you would establish them on the rock, on the salvation of Jesus Christ. And we thank you that today, this National Day of Prayer, we acknowledge that you reign in our country, and that you will reign forever and ever. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Well, if you're looking to go deeper in your relationship with God, I have a all-access membership that includes all of my e-courses. For only $7 a month, you're going to get access to things like Fitness in the Father, my seven-day Kickstart, Discover Your Calling style class and my monthly lesson for women called Women in Courage. It is all about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Thank you for joining me today. Love you guys, and I'll catch you next time.